With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everybody, welcome to the Off the Rails show on the OFD podcast. I am your host, site manager, emperor, supreme warlord, and defender of the faith over at OneFootDown.com on the SB Nation network. And got a little bit of a show for you guys today. It's been a little light on the podcast. We, I get that. In the last uh, last few weeks, things have gotten, I, I just say, just a little bit hectic. Recording schedules have been kind of mixed up. So, got a little something a little extra, uh, especially because it's something that uh, uh, that has bothered me I, for a lot a lot of months. So we're we're gonna we're gonna talk it out. We're gonna hash it out um, just a little bit. But uh, you know, as a, just a plea for everybody listening to this podcast. Please rate and review, uh, especially over at uh, on Apple Podcasts. Um, just recorded a show last night with Brad and Jude, uh, our kind of Boston College preview. Uh, so you can check that out. Definitely head on over to the site onefootdown.com and uh, check out all the wonderful articles from from uh, our very awesome staff and all over on social media as well: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And yes, even a TikTok. So one foot down for all those. Check it out. So today we're going to dive into something that's, I mean, I'm basically one of the few people that that deems it worthy to talk about. Uh, and we're talking about rivalry trophies uh, as part of that. Um, and this week is, is kind of one of the these times where we could bring up a, a whole lot of stuff at one, it all ties in. You're, you're going to, this isn't, you know, I'm not sitting up here with a, with a map, uh, <laughs> with the red string and, uh, my hair going all crazy, mainly cause I don't have any hair, but, uh, but yeah, there, there there's a weird thing that, that isn't happening this weekend that, that really should be. So Notre Dame hosts Boston college senior day and, Many months ago, I, I had asked this question um, to people like uh, like Eric Hansen of South Bend Tribune, and this was all like around springtime and all that. And I was trying to like lock down like when do we think that Notre Dame was going to wear an alternate uniform? Right there was there's no Shamrock series this year, uh, but you know Notre Dame has shown that they were willing to wear a, an alternate uniform. You know, one time a year, Senior Day was one of them. Last year, uh, you know, they did it for, for Florida State, wore the green jerseys, which is an odd thing because the Irish wear green game was against Michigan. And then you wear the green jerseys against Florida State on senior day. And I've never, and also it was a year where they've already had an alternate uniform, uh, you know, because they wore those god awful, um, pinstripe uniforms against Syracuse, uh, and Yankee Stadium. So, Anyways, <laughs> so we're getting to that point now where, you know, here it comes. Here, here comes an alternate uniform. But I had wanted to know when they were going to do it. And I had theorized that the Boston College game would be the game. Now, many people were like, 
no, 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 no. You know, they're not going to do it. Um, you know, you're not going to do it against Boston College. There's too much bad juju, right? And everyone's worried about green jerseys and juju. First of all, all of the, all of that stuff is a bunch of nonsense. Uh, jerseys don't win or lose you games. They, they just don't. Um, you can believe the, uh, oh, the legends, you know, like the 77 game against USC, uh, you know, and Holtz and the Sugar Bowl. Look, I hate to break it to you, but good coaches do stuff to motivate. It isn't the color of the jersey. If it wasn't that, it would have been something else uh, for, for Notre Dame to, like, use as a, as a catalyst to win those games like they did. So let's kind of slow your roll. I mean, you, you forget about, you know, and we'll get into this, trust me, Notre Dame wore green jerseys predominantly for many, many years. So besides all that, I had just felt that, you know, looking at it, with this being a year without the Shamrock Series, they were still going to pull one out. And I had finally theorized that, you know, that it would be against Boston College. And not only that, but I had also put forth a theory of, like, look, this is a great opportunity for Notre Dame, Under Armour, and yes, even Boston College to do something special with this game. Now, what could that be? Now, look, Notre Dame and Boston College are both Under Armour schools. So this is one of those games where you can literally like come together and almost do something together in. And there is a a common theme between both Notre Dame and Boston College. And I'm not talking about being Catholic. Um, (laughs) And, you know, Holy Cross versus Jesuits. There's a lot. There's a lot of difference there, uh, but but no. But it it all boils down to Frank Leahy, Frank who coached uh, Boston College and, and and was very successful at Boston College before he came back home to Notre Dame. So you have two schools with the same uniform provider who have who also share the fact that they had one of the most legendary college football coaches of all time be their head coach in a game that. You know, a game where at least one of the schools is gonna want to wear an alternate uniform. So my theory was, you know, these got to be like a like like a Leahy um, celebration type jersey or a, a Leahy heritage. In fact, I think I even coined or not coined the phrase, but I used that phrase Leahy heritage, just like Notre Dame did uh, against Navy uh, back in. Um, you know, in 2017, when they wore the the new Rockney Heritage uniforms, um, you know, on Senior Day and all that. And speaking of Senior, I I really I still find massive issues. I I don't know why Notre Dame would want the last game inside Notre Dame Stadium for some of these guys. Have them be in different uniforms than the, what they always wear. Maybe it's not a big deal to the players, and and that's fine. I would just think as the players and, and uh, I'm just thinking about my wife and like how she is about photos. I can imagine her not wanting something different for that last day, you know, <laughs> you know, in, in the photo, fo- in the photos, you know, cause it's, it's a, you know, it's a big ta-da, you know, senior day, um, you know, for not just the players, but for their families. So yeah, I theorized that, that, that they would do this. It is a strong, it was a, I thought it was a pretty strong theory. And what happens? 
of course Notre Dame doesn't do it. When it was finally announced what, what the alternate uniforms would be, and yes, yes, the Leahy uniform would probably have had been would have been green. I mean, Frank Leahy's teams wore green jersey uniforms, like predominantly throughout his time. So yeah, they probably would have been green. Big whoop. But then, you know, the, the announcement came out, the, the big reveal, and it, they tied it into the College Football 150 celebration, which, by the way, Notre Dame has not played, uh, has not played a game with a 150 patch on its uniform, unlike every team in college football. Now, I actually respect that part. Uh, I think that's kind of funny. Um, that they're uh, they're just going to wear it for one game and one game only, while everybody else in college football, I'm fairly certain, has worn it throughout the entire season. Um, so that's cool. That's that's some kudos to Notre Dame on that. I I don't know why. I I, mean, I I guess I don't feel strongly one way or the other about it. But just the fact that they were just going to do it for one game while everybody else was doing it all season long, I kind of I kind of think that's cool. Just because you're you know you're doing something different. Uh, what they're not doing different though is with what they finally end up announcing for these uniforms for for the Boston College game. 150 years of celebration. Let's talk about the 1988 team once again. I, I mean, I was, I I was dumbfounded. Now look, I I get the affinity towards the 88 team. This is not, and this is not a knock on them or Lou Holtz or. Anything of that nature. But I just don't understand how we can just keep driving that thing. I, I don't get it. There is so much. It's about 150 years worth of history, right? This is what the celebration of this year is supposed to be. And yet no one can get over the, the 88 squad. Like, you, like nope, just, that's it. That's all you want to talk about. It, it's, it's, it's maddening. So... You break out these uniforms, and look, they look fine. They look fine. I, this is not a knock. This is this is not like a a pinstripe thing. They're they're good looking uniforms. I think it was a it was fairly lazy. Uh, you know, all this was kind of, kind of fairly lazy uh, the way it's gone about. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't they don't look nice. I like Notre Dame's pants present day as they are now. I do. I, I am that guy. A lot of people are 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 making babies right now thinking about Notre Dame wearing the shiny gold pants again. And that's cool. That's fine. I mean, look, like I said, it look, they look good, but I just cannot get over the fact that Notre Dame is completely missing the opportunity to do something a little cooler than just talking about the 1988 team again. There was a path. I laid it out quite simply about how, this all should go about to honor Frank Leahy. Now, why no, Why does this irk me so much? Because, look, who's amazing? The most famous college football coach of all time, most likely, is Newt Rockney. 881, I mean, the man, the man is a legend, never going away. Amazing. And Notre Dame does a fairly good job of selling up New Rockney. It's you ask any non-Notre Dame fan to name five facts about Notre Dame, and someone within those five facts is going to everybody 
is going to name you know Newt Rockney within those five facts. Some people might even use a Rockney thing twice. But what about Frank? What about Frank Leahy? Now, when I was a kid, I was given a book. Um, and I can't remember the exact title for the life of me. I've probably read it six or seven times. I mean, um, and it was it was about uh, you know, Notre Dame's greatest coaches. And it was Rockney, Leahy, Parsegian, Holtz. They left, they left Divine out. <laughs> National championship coach, they left Divine. This was still early 90s, so I guess they still had, you know, I don't know. But anyways, and it was, this was done with, um, like kind of like through the eyes of of Moose Krause. Moose was athletic director at Notre Dame for many, many years. Um, if you heard me talk about him at Mr. Notre Dame, uh, as the name that, uh, that's been given to him, there's a statue of him sitting on a bench. If if you don't know what I'm talking about, he is the statue, the guy sitting on the bench. That is Mr. Notre Dame. He's been through, he was at Notre Dame from Rockney all the way through to Holtz. Whether he was playing football, coaching football, athletic director, coaching basketball, uh, a kind of, um, you know, retirement. He had an office being retired. I mean, the, the, the man, the man lived and breathed Notre Dame. So it was a book through his eyes, and it was following, I, I can't remember exactly what season it was, maybe it was the 91 season, 1990, 99, I think maybe 1991 season, but anyways. But some of the, the, it was that book that got me interested in Frank Leahy more. It, it was just somebody that, it was just a coach that at that time I didn't hear a whole lot of, and you know, we're talking like, you know, early 90s. It's just somebody that wasn't t- talked about a whole lot, as far as like in my realm of life. And then I read a book, uh, maybe a few years later after that, called "The Talking Irish." And there's a lot of guys in there that, um, you know, Leahy's lads. You know, a lot of stories about Frank. And I, I, I was just mesmerized, completely. Like, like this is awesome. Like this guy was so insane that. This is awesome. Like making like players say a Hail Mary for a fumble. Like truly worried about these, a man's soul because he, you know, he messed up on a block. Stuff like that. That's legendary shit to me. That's like awesome. Like someone with that much dedication. And that's what eventually caused Frank to, to get out of coaching football is because of his health. I mean, he just, it wasn't just a. It wasn't a job. It wasn't. It was everything to that man. Um, and I think Frank eventually he passed away in like 1973 or something like that. Um, I believe he was living in Oregon, maybe in L.A. He was in both those spots. But, anyways, Frank Leahy's story and what Frank did at Notre Dame, all the national titles he won, the two year break where he was, he was in World War II, and then comes back and puts Notre. I mean, there was so much about Frank. That Notre Dame doesn't celebrate enough of, you know. Rocking's the all-time legend. Era is just the person that Era was, and what he did as a coach at Notre Dame is just huge. It's it's hard to get past. And then you have the you know like the you can say recency bias or whatever you know of of Lou Holtz, and and it's a which is a kind of why Divine you know Divine got a bad rap in the movie Rudy to begin with. And then 
you know, you're squeezed in between, you know, in a way of era and, and Holtz and just kind of forgetting about Faust for a second, but you know, that's what, how that happened. That's how that works. So when a lot of, a lot of Notre Dame fans, when you would say, you know, name their greatest coaches, Rockney, Rockney, Parsegian and Holtz instantly, right? Except Lee's got more national titles. It just, I don't know. I just, I feel Notre Dame isn't doing Frank Leahy enough justice here. Call me stupid, call me whatever. But I, in this case, in this week, there was an opportunity to change all that. With Boston College on Senior Day. Look, there is a rivalry trophy called the Frank Leahy Memorial Bowl between these two schools. It exists. I don't, I, there was such an easy way to make this way more interesting than just trotting out the 88 uh, lookalike uniforms. I find fault with that. I find that to be lazy. I find that to be <sighs> patronizing. I find that, I just, I find a lot of, it's just bad. I, I'm extremely disappointed. Extremely disappointed. There had to have been there had to have been a better route, and I believe that I had it. I had it locked down. Notre Dame owed owes much more to the Frank Leahy um, memory than this, than to just to go back and let, let's do an eighty eight look-alike uniform for our 150-year celebration, as if we don't talk about 1988 enough. Against the team, I, I, I've already said it. I've said it a hundred times. It, it just it blows my mind. Absolutely blows my mind why this happened. I don't even know why. I, I can't believe that it happened. I, I just don't know why they were so lazy in what they're doing here. I don't know, it, it, but it bothers me. It, bo- it it's gonna it, it's it's gonna bother me a lot more on Saturday, and it, it it's the buildup has been there because I've seen fans and people are excited about these uniforms and yada yada yada. And look, I get it. I'm not trying to diminish a, a fan's excitement about something, and I'm sure I'm gonna get the message. I think they're pretty cool. I, no, okay, I yes, they 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 are not ugly as shit. They are a look-alike kind of of a uniform from a time that no one can let go around South Bend. They're going to be a reminder of what Notre Dame. I mean, people. It, it, we don't talk about 1988 enough. I don't get it. <laughs> Do we really not talk about 1988 enough? I, 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 I and beyond it, everything around Notre Dame revolves around the 1988 season. You can't crawl out of that for a minute. Look at the scope of the 150 years of college football, and and the way you're gonna the one time that you're gonna like honor it. And like I said, I do not give a shit that they're not wearing the patch. I think it's kind of cool, funny. 
But if you're going to use a re- reason why you're doing these is the 150 celebration, you're really just going to go back to 88. I mean, Frank Leahy's legacy, legacy was the word I was looking for earlier. Frank Leahy's legacy deserves more than this. And he deserves more. That legacy probably deserves more than than the theory and, and what I had asked for anyways. I'm just saying this is a missed opportunity. Boston College could have wore something. It, it could have been a little cooler. Could have been a lot cooler than just trotting out the seniors and the 88 lookalike things. But people are going to be excited about shiny gold pants. And people are going to be excited about a big lopsided win because that's, pro- that's probably what's going to happen. And so all the justification and, you know, all the, you know, I'm 41 years old. I was 10 years old in 1988. So everyone probably from about, hell, I don't know, do it anyways, but let's just say 45 on up. They're making babies again because 88's in their life. They're going to be running to the bookstore. They're going to be, it, there's going to be a run on, I don't know. I, just, <laughs> it, I get it. I mean, it is what it is. We make the bed. We, we lie in, right? I just felt Notre Dame could have done more. And I wrote about it many, a few times. And I'm coming on, I came on this podcast just to shout it out again. You could hear the frustration of my voice. <laughs> that this could have been something much, much better than what we're getting. That's all I'm saying. This is lazy as shit. Extremely lazy. This isn't innovative. <laughs> and really all you're doing is setting up for just more bitching and moaning about, because people are going to love these pants. I just know they are. And you're just going to set it up for people bitching about the pants again all off season. Why can't those be the full-time pants? Well. And that's it. That's all I got to say. I, I, I'm just I'm disappointed in what they're doing with this. With everything involved between the two schools, Boston College, Notre Dame, Frank Leahy, a rivalry trophy with his name on it. By the way, if you didn't know, there's another rivalry trophy attached to this game called the Ireland Trophy. It's passed between the student body governments. Uh, <laughs> yes, this site is a, a celebrator of rivalry trophies, so I will mention them as much as I can. Uh, so, but you know, that's all, that's all I really got to say. They, they missed the mark. I thought Under Armour was better than this. That belief, that belief that they were better than this started, started nosediving quite a bit over the last few years. But I just, I thought there's more innovation, more thought going into it. I don't know the whole entire thought process. I know kind of how some of this stuff works. But between the partnership of Notre Dame and Under Armour, I, I can't can't fathom why that this is the best route. Other than they, I mean, if it's just a straight up merch buy, okay, it's a business thing. And that's it. They're, they're going to get all the 1988 sycophants uh, wallets out because uh, no one can stop talking about 1988. 
and that's it. And you miss the mark to, to really honor a legacy uh, of a coach who, who literally put his health on the line, coached a game from a hospital bed on the field. Um, yeah, I don't, it's frustrating. So that's it. That's all, that's all I got. And I'm going to quit rambling because um, I'm, I'm making less and less sense. <laughs> but I make total sense, and you know it. No, that's it. Uh, check out the site uh, all week long. Uh, game's coming up. This is a Thursday morning that I'm recording this. Probably This probably won't be out and published until oh, later Thursday afternoon, evening or so. So uh, the previews are, are all popping up, and everyone's going to start traveling, getting ready to the game. And look, enjoy the season. It, it, put your shit aside. Enjoy it. There's only two games left for Notre Dame on the regular season schedule. There's only a, a grand total, really, of four weeks of college football. Uh, of the regular season ish, enjoy it. This is what we pine for, you know. Back in you know in May, we're dying, and you know we're just about through with it. So enjoy it, soak it all up, soak it all in, uh, and get ready to. Uh, I mean, get ready for a beatdown. This could be good. This could be good. Let's let's get, let's get a beatdown, and uh, and then we'll we'll take it all off to Palo Alto. So thanks again. Go Irish. <laughs>